You are listening to the Shit You Can't Make Up podcast, a conversation with friends, hosted by Marisol Sanchez. Hey, before we start the show, we have to remind you of our great, great sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Convenient, affordable, private online counseling, anytime, anywhere. BetterHelp.com. It's professional. All the counselors are licensed and accredited. It's affordable. Pay a low flat fee for unlimited sessions, and it's convenient. Do it at your own time and at your own pace. How easy is that? Check out BetterHelp.com. Now, let's go on with the show. Hello. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, This is Marisol, and um, I am doing a solo podcast today. Um, I used to do these. This is how I started just me and the mic, and it was terrifying. <laughs> um, and I, um, the podcast eventually evolved into um, more of a, not an interview format, because I don't think I'm a very good, um, I don't, I'm not an interviewer. I have, I have no background in, in that, but um, I love to have a good conversation. So a conversation, if you will. Um, actually, I think that's in the intro music, a conversation with friends. (laughs) So, um, I decided to do a solo one because this, um, month is kind of a weird anniversary for me. Um, and I I wanted to stop and acknowledge it and, um, also just kind of, um, get introspective about it and share um, some big lessons that I've learned. Um, but before I get into all that, let me uh, thank my sponsor, betterhelp.com. Convenient, affordable, private, online counseling, anytime, anywhere. Talk with a licensed professional therapist online. Um, and that's an easy segue into what um, I wanted to talk about today. Um, so about this time, five years ago, um, I would describe it as, um, the end of the world as I knew it, (laughs) or I had, um, thought it would be occurred. Um, it's October and um it's not only the year the month that i um got divorced i think formally um but actually the year before that was the moment i i'm speaking to is the year that the separation um officially well no that okay let me take it back let me make, give you a timeline um in January of the year, five years ago, um, I went to visit uh, a divorce lawyer for the first time. May of that year, um, my ex-husband moved out. And October of that year is the first time I honestly believed or uh, that we would be um, ending our marriage and blowing up our family. 
um, up until that point, even from when I went to visit a divorce lawyer, um, up until the, this time in October, um, I thought we would reconcile. I thought we would figure it out and, uh, find a way to save our family. Um, but as, at least in my perspective, this was the month that, uh, the shit hit the fan <laughs> where, um, sort of any thoughts in the process of divorce kind of were taken over by, um, by the lawyers, by, by legal maneuvering, by, um, protection of assets. Um, it just, it was the beginning of, um, of the end of my marriage. I mean, probably the beginning, some would argue, happened before that. But to me, this was the month that I personally had the realization that my life as I knew it was going to end. Um, and it was a very traumatic month. Um, you know, things just went down that um, still to this day kind of take my breath away. And... Um, and I was, I was just absolutely shaken to the core. Um, and I remember just being so fucking scared. I was so scared. Um, and that's actually the first time that I, I prayed. Um, that I, I guess you could say I started out, started back on this road to, um, finding some sort of kind of spiritual path, but I was so scared. I was just so scared. I, um, I felt very, very vulnerable. Um, I felt very, very vulnerable financially, legally. Um, I was my children, um, my ex-husband, everything. It was just, it was just a shit show. Um, and simultaneously to that happening, you know, one of my closest friends um, was having marital issues too, and that whole. And luckily, um, they actually are, are still together and, and happily married. Um, but that whole month was just my world just kind of um, imploded. Um, I remember, I, I mean, I got down on my knees to pray, which, um, probably the, the moment before I did that, I was still a hardcore atheist. Um, but I just remember being so scared and, um, the likelihood that I'm going to tear up on this podcast is very high, but you know, it, it, we end happy. So just ride with me. <laughs> um, but I was scared. I was just so scared and uh not having a maternal or a paternal um figure to help you when you're a grown woman and you have children <laughs> um all i could really count on was my friends which uh they fucking know how much i appreciate them um I, at this point, I hadn't really reconnected with my family. Um, so I, I really felt alone. Um, 
And I just didn't know. I didn't know what to do. Um, so I felt the need very strongly to pray. And I got down on my knees. And I prayed. Um, I prayed for my family. Um, I prayed for my children. Uh, and I prayed for myself. And um, and I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried. And um, when that moment was over, and it, it lasted for a bit, um, I kind of realized that I needed um I needed to figure out if I had if something that I felt was missing in my life um you know some level of spirituality <sighs> um let me rephrase that it was a mem- I, I I can't say that that moment I became spiritual that was the moment that I got on my knees and and you know prayed um, it really took a long path. Uh, it took five years for me to even be able to acknowledge that I have, um, any kind of spirituality. Um, so the next day after this moment, I was probably still atheist light, <laughs> but, um, that was the beginning. That was the beginning of, um, the, the end of my marriage and the beginning of, um, growing into who I am today. Um, me of this podcast, me of the blog, um, me that wrote a children's book, um, me that, you know, went on this, this self, um, awareness journey. And, um, you know, you guys got to, (laughs) um, got to, uh, live parts of that. Um, with me through this podcast. So, um, yeah, those first solo podcasts, which the sound quality is pretty shitty. Um, but God, they were gut wrenching. Some of them, I I haven't listened to them and, and I, I'm quite happy to not do that. (laughs) But it was, it was a lot of introspection, a lot of me facing demons. Um, my fears, what are my fears? You know, uh, uh, divorce, my daddy issues, my mommy issues, issues with my relationship with money issues. Um, just all of it really. Um, spirituality, you know, I, I, you know, two years, I think after, um, the, the divorce or separation, at least I went to India in search of God. Um, I think, and I believe there's a, a few podcasts about that. Um, so five years ago, around this time, shitty, shitty place. I was in a shitty, 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 emotionally, physically, spiritually, shitty. Um, and proceeded, I think, to have the next two years were um the hardest two years I've probably ever had to have in my life um and um what I you know there was a huge uh, not huge <laughs> it was a long litigious um uh, divorce after that and it was um it 
it was just a, it was a shitty time. It was a shitty time. Um, I remember, uh, I, so I'm in therapy, I'm in talk therapy. Um, and my focus mostly in therapy was, um, how, <laughs> how to reconstruct myself. Um, I was so stuck in the past. Uh, all my, I, I couldn't be present. I couldn't, I, I just, um, I was, it was, it was self-fulfilling prophecy. It was, I, you know, I always thought I was going to end up divorced and I, I mean, not consciously, I didn't get married saying, Hey, I think I'm going to divorce you. Um, but subconsciously I never thought I was, uh, worth loving and, um, you know, I, I, I've said this many times, I probably would have ended up getting divorced regardless of who it would have had to have been <laughs> to not get to, for me not to have ended up being divorced. I would have had to have married, um, you know, <laughs> um, highly, highly evolved, um, you know, person to help guide me through my personal, um, craziness. So, um, that didn't happen. And, um, it was shitty. It was shitty. Um, so let's, that was the past. That was five years, right? So let's go to today. Um, today, emotionally, um, fucking love my life. I love my life. I love my life. I love my life. Um, I'm, working, um, on every aspect of myself, um, constantly every day, uh, emotionally, I'm, you know, probably in the best place I've ever been. Um, it doesn't mean I'm perfect or, uh, that this is a daily, like, woohoo, I'm awesome. Um, no, I still have bouts, excuse me, bouts of, uh, depression. Um, there are still days that, um, you know, I will wake up with, and the first thought after my eyes open is, you know, what's wrong with you? Literally, it's me saying that to myself. Um, days I don't want to get on the mat, um, days I don't meditate, and days that I uh, participate in uh, activities that aren't, don't serve me and aren't um, aren't good for me. Um, but overall, eighty twenty rule. Um, Emotionally, I'm in the best place possible. I'm um, have a wonderful relationship with my children, have a wonderful relationship um, with my friends, and you know, reconnected with my family, and um, you know, happy to be a Latina, <laughs> happy, um, proud, and um, physically, you know, I'm 44. I feel awesome. I. <laughs> I, you know, there are days that, um, you know, I could feel something here or there and I've had some physical issues over the, uh, last five years, but, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the way my body, uh, moves and, um, treats me and, um, you know, I, I, I feel great. I feel great. Um, so that's emotional, physical, and then spiritual. Spiritual, you know, I think I'm just 
starting to feel comfortable even acknowledging that, um, that there is some, a spiritual aspect to me. And, um, my spirituality is, is, um, I've, I've kind of landed on, it's not something external. I don't, it's not in a church. It's not in a, um, a religion. It's, uh, it's in me. It's in you. It's in everything. It's in the ether. It's in the air. It's in, um, the sun. It's in walking your dog, uh, feeling the sun on your shoulders. Um, you know, connecting with people, um, being kind to people. It's, uh, it's, it's an internal, um, spirituality. Does that make sense? Internal spirituality? No, it's, um, my, my belief is it's in us. God is in us. It's in everything. And, um, and when we connect to that, we are just so much stronger and, um, full of love and full of grace. And, and it's a, I've experienced grace and I've, I know what it is to have no uh, belief in anything. And I will tell you having grace and having belief and, um, it's not even a, I, I know it's not something you could touch or, um, see, but you could feel it. I could feel it. I feel it. And when I feel it, I want more of it. Um, you know, does that mean I'm self-actualized? No. Absolutely not. I could probably have four people on this podcast right now that will tell you stories about any. <laughs> they will guarantee to you I'm not self-actualized um, in any shape, way, or form. But I've I've definitely evolved and I've grown, and um, I I I love myself. I love I love who I am today at 44. Um, I'm. I know what happiness is. I know what joy is. This is something that I can honestly say five years ago. Um, I, I didn't, I mean, I understood the concept, um, but it's not something that was, that I could feel or that I could, um, easily bring up in, in my life. I couldn't, I was, I was shut down. I was medicated heavily. Um, you know, I, uh, I existed, I existed and now, um, I live and, um, and I'm just so grateful. I'm just so fucking grateful. Um, which is the topic of this podcast, which is, you know, what's the difference between, you know, that five-year-old me and today is what are the things that I do, um, that have brought me here today? Um, and so I want to talk about those. And, you know, those are our practices. Um, do I do them every single day? No. Should I do them every single day? Probably. <laughs> um, but for me, these are the things that work. And I will say that I have read countless self-help books. I've watched countless um, motivational videos. I have studied... Um, not only the New Testament, uh, you know, I've read, I, I can't even tell you how many different spiritual texts I have tried to consume over the last few years. Um, some things I get, some things I don't. 
And, but what I've kind of come to conclude is, um, this is, it's, everyone is, it's a personal journey and there's infinite ways to get to a place of, um, of, I don't know what the word is, <laughs> happiness, joy, peace. Um, I, I, I don't want to use those words cause it's not like I feel that 24 seven, but I, I feel that most of the time, um, so things that work for me, um, one is moving my body. Um, my personal way of doing it is, is, you know, asana practice with yoga. I love my Ashtanga practice, which I've just, uh, returned to recently. Um, but I also like walking my dogs. Um, I also like taking a, you know, high intensity workout here and there, um, Actually, I don't like that. I actually fucking hate it, but I like it after I'm done. <laughs> but moving my body is um, step one for me. Um, meditation. I was just, I had this conversation last night with my daughter about meditation, which um, is I've probably been practicing it for a while, but I don't actually feel like I was... Um, practicing it or getting it till again, probably recently. Um, I could get into a meditative state with my Ashtanga practice and that's probably where it, um, started, but to sit quietly, um, for 20 minutes a day, twice a day is, um, it's a gift that I've given myself. And I, I, I kind of, that's what I was talking to my daughter about is, you know, I don't try to push any of these things on them, and I, I hope that they figure out their their own journey and path, um, you know, that works for them. But I was kind of just telling her that the, the, to just quiet myself um, is such a gift now. But I will say, for for about um, two years, it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't feel natural for me to meditate. It didn't feel good. It was a struggle to sit. And then not only to sit, but then in the beginning, it was just, at least this is my personal experience. It was a loop. It was just a fucking loop of my inner thoughts. And my thoughts were really, really ugly. And they were hateful, hateful, hateful thoughts towards myself. Um, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. What the fuck's wrong with you? Who do you think you are? That was my inner dialogue, um, which I wasn't even aware of till I started to meditate. Um, and I was like, shit. Um, and that's not, that didn't feel good. And um, it's a practice that I really had to leave, come back to, leave, come back to. Um, because many times I <laughs> had to leave to run to therapy. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? Um but now I'm in a place where I, I, not every day, but for the, for the most part, I can um, go within and I can quiet myself. Um, and and thoughts still come. It's I, I I'm not you know Zen master level in any shape, way, or form. But I can a thought can come in and it just you know like a cloud. Um, it's like oh there's a thought boom. Um, and those other thoughts that you know, we're on, on repeated cycle in my head. Um, 
they're they're not as loud. They're not as um, um, constant as they were. Um, and when they do come up, I do realize that you know, for me, that leads me to the next thing, which is you know, therapy. Um, a lot of that is subconscious belief. That was my subconscious belief. I, I refer to it as my default, my default, my inner child, whatever term you want to call it. Um, is that little girl that you know, uh, um, did not feel loved and um, was scared and. Um, you know, just you, fuck, listen to the old podcast, you know, <laughs> um, not, not, no self-worth and no self-esteem, no, no self-love whatsoever. Um, so, you know, another practice besides the moving my body and the meditation is therapy. And I've been in therapy, um, on and off for about six years and, um, you know that my primary therapist, my talk therapist, she uh, she's a gestalt therapist, um, which is uh, I am not an expert on it, so I, I don't want to even pretend to be. But um, a lot of the for me that work was about uh, learning to be in the present, understanding that um, the things that I downloaded as you know from infancy. Uh, to whenever, you know, six, seven, whatever age you start to begin to process stuff, um, those things weren't real, or maybe I misinterpreted, or <laughs> whatever, um, however you want to describe it, but that helped me uh, tremendously, and that helped me so much with my family, um, my therapist, you know, I, I give her constant credit about I have the home life with my children that I have always wanted to have with them. Um, is it perfect? No. Do we still have our squabbles, uh, fight? You know, hey, it's three children and me. It's, um, it's, uh, you know, life is, is not perfect. Life is full of challenges. But my home life is just, it's, um, it's, you know, today I, I dropped off the, my twins to high school and we were all laughing and, um, you know, my little one, then I took my little one to school and we were just having, you know, this really nice conversation and, um, you know, that therapy helped me, um, become the parent that I wanted to be. Am I perfect? No. Are my children perfect? No. But, um, they know I fucking love them. <laughs> they know that I adore them. And, um, um, and it's, it's for the most part, fairly peaceful and, um, fairly, um, lovely home life. Um, and that is in huge, huge, um, you know, and thanks to my therapist for teaching me how to, to do that, to be a parent, to be an adult. Um, so, you know, side note, thank you. Um, and then, you know, I actually did, um, I don't know if you can say graduate from therapy. I go back for check-ins. I recently, um, 
had like a little shit storm about a few months ago and I'm like text, you know, or text my therapist. I'm like, I need to see you. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't go regularly to her. I haven't for a few years because I, I got to a point where I, she had given me enough tools and enough, um, enough of a skill set that I could figure things out for myself, um, or process things out for myself. And, um, but you know, I, I did decide about, uh, I think probably a year ago, um, I tried another form of therapy, um, which was really subcon working with my subconscious because I was, I had gotten to a point where like, okay, consciously my life is great. I look around, my kids are great. Um, beautiful home, you know, gas in the car, food in the fridge, bills paid, life is good. Um, why am I sad? <laughs> why do I feel like I'm about to cry? Um, and I, I, I understood enough from my former therapy that it was subconscious, but I, I was like, okay, I don't want to talk about my subconscious anymore. I want to talk about my mom. I don't want to talk about my dad. I get it. Been there, done that. I want to, you know, I, I want to, um, um, let that shit go, which people tell you, you know, so easily, Oh, let it go. Don't live in the past. Don't be a victim. I always get so like, uh, really, you know, <laughs> um, I would love to, if you could give me a pill that would help with all that, it would be great. And no, none of that pharmaceutical stuff worked for me. Um, so I, I tried a, a different type of therapy that helped me work with, um, with my subconscious. And that was really, um, it helped, it helped, it helped, um, again, bring awareness to, okay, I've got some, you know, layers of pain in my body that, um, yeah, they're historical and yes, they're, it's from a long time ago. And, you know, you can even question how long ago they were, but, um, being aware of it and, and having techniques to, to, um, help me through that was, was lovely. Um, and then, so let's recap, moving your body, meditation, um, talk therapy. So the next two and the final two that I have, um, that have helped me from that incredibly shitty place I was in life five years ago to where I am today is um, <clears throat> one, which is probably the most consistent practice, and I, I do it daily. Um, and I, I can't imagine having a life that I don't do it is my gratitude journal. Um, I don't actually even know when I started or how I started or if I saw it somewhere. I, I psh, I'm sure a, a lot of the self-help books are, you know, the same information um, given in, in new ways. And I'm sure it's all over those as well. But I started writing, it started with five things. Um, and I pretty much have stuck to that. Uh, some days it's more. Um, but it is to practice gratitude. And I And this one I do think is universal that I, you know, would love to recommend to everyone because... What happens when you start to practice gratitude is you start to look at life in a different perspective, in the perspective of trying to find things to be grateful for. Um, and that 
that practice flipped the script for me. And I remember um, I was having, it was some, it was a couple years after um, that, you know, after the litigiousness of my divorce and, you know, someone asked me like how, um, they, or they didn't ask me. They said something along the lines of like, oh, I don't know how, how you did it or how you do it. Um, as far as my, my relationship and, um, with my ex and, um, and I said this, but it was genuine and I felt it when I said it, that it was truth for me, which is, I was grateful for the whole experience. The whole experience taught me how strong I was. Um, it made me a better parent and it made me practice, um, on a constant level forgiveness. I had to constantly, and I still do, and this is still a practice uh, for me to constantly practice um, forgiveness, um, forgiving myself, forgiving other people um, so that I could be happy, so that I could be peaceful, so that I could be joyful. Um, because if I'm angry at someone, which I still get very, 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 very angry um, at people, uh, but if I stay with that anger, if I don't process that anger, if I don't let go of that anger, if that energy does not move um, out of me, then I will trigger. Um, I will trigger some, and that just happened to me two months ago. Actually, I was, I got into uh, it was August, and um, I got into a, a pissing contest with someone uh, about something, and um, and anyway. Um, I, I, I actually, that was the incident that drove me to, it had to do with the blog. I, I was writing and someone, um, obviously had been reading the blog and wanted to let me know that <laughs> their thoughts, um, and the people around them, their thoughts about my writing, um, which was legitimately, this was what they texted me that I was full of shit. Um, and that tr l triggered me. Um, so badly for probably a good couple weeks to the point that I, I had to call uh, my therapist and jump back on the couch. And um, actually, if you do follow a blog, you might have seen those two blog posts were up and then I had to pull them because I remember um, learning a big lesson from that, that, you know, the difference between journaling and blogging. But um, anyway, when I went when I was sitting on my therapist's couch, I remember saying I felt, I was so shocked by how quickly I was triggered again to, to bouts of depression. Um, and I, I said it felt like shoots and ladders. Like if you have the game shoots and ladders, you know, you can climb all the way to the top and then you get a, you know, bad car or roll, you, you slide all the way down um, the ladder. And that's how I felt. I felt emotionally physically, <laughs> spiritually, that I, you know, that phrase, um, you know, that I was full of shit just completely uh, triggered me. And I was so upset with myself that I was, that, you know, I got triggered. And um, I had to practice getting out of it. Um, and it, it, again, I went to the therapist once, you know, immediately started, 
you know, consuming lots of water, going, making sure I was doing, practicing yoga, meditating. I have the tools in my toolbox <laughs> to use. And I got out of it. I got out of it. And I, um, you know, I'm now aware that, hey, it could happen again. I could fall down the, the ladder of um, stability. But um, I do have um, tools to get out of it. But um, anyway, I think I went off track. But gratitude, 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 gratitude. I could be thankful. I can even be thankful for that experience two months ago because it. Um, I remember um, I, that I could be grateful because I have the tools because I, I am able to get myself out of it. And I also remember it opened up a, a wonderful conversation with my son who is very in tune with me emotionally and um, could tell I was really struggling. And, um, you know, we talked, we talked about, we had one of those, you know, I don't know if you have teenage boys, you might be able to relate, but they don't exactly like to open up to you. Um, and this was one of those conversations where he and I just had this really great conversation about, you know, dealing with emotions and, and, uh, just acknowledging that, you know, we have them instead of, you know, pushing them down and trying to pretend that, Everything's perfect. Um, so gratitude is um, huge. It it just changes everything. It changes everything. And I try when I wake up. Um, I'm not a jump out of bed kind of person. I kind of have to. I don't know. I love my covers and I love my bed. And it takes me about five minutes to to get out of it. Um, but I try when I open my eyes, what am I grateful for? And usually what's funny is the first thing I always think about is I'm grateful for this bed <laughs> and I'm grateful for the good night's sleep and, and so on. So, um, but the beautiful thing about that practice, I will say is if you practice it, if you pra- it will change your life. The others, you know, it, everyone's different. Um, and I think it, they would also change people's lives, but gratitude, I, I, you know, if I could be a spokesman for it, I would totally be a spokesman for it because you start to look for things to be grateful for. And then even the hardest, ugliest shit that happens when you get to a point that you can be grateful for it. Like, I'm grateful for President Trump. Drop the mic. If you know me, if you've read some of my shit, you know that that's kind of like, what? But yeah, I'm, you know, I'm even grateful that he is giving me opportunities to practice not being reactive. Um, he gives me opportunities to practice solidifying my personal beliefs. Um, he gives me opportunities to ignore the news and Twitter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I can find things to be grateful for in a situation, I kind of know, okay, I got this. I got the, whatever the situation can be. So, um, you know, I, I, my, my tattoo is, it's my tattoo and it's actually, um, my tattoo is a symbol, like I think it's ga- Gallic symbol for the symbol of gratitude. It was my first tattoo. And, um, actually I took that symbol and it's my, um, not shit you can't make up, but I have a, a company, um, and it's, I use that symbol for, for that company because it, um, it's what is, is, you know, if I ever want to be known for anything, I would be known for really practicing gratitude. Um, 
And then the last thing, the last thing that um, has really helped me from who I was five years ago to who I am today is connection. Um, And what that means for me, what connection means to me is connection with my children, connection with my friends, um, connection with my family, which is really um, about love and honoring and listening and wanting the best for them and feeling how they want the best for me and um, feeling like we're all in it together. And I have some of the best people in the world. <laughs> That's okay. That's a bit much. <laughs> Not world. I have some of the best people in Wilmington, North Carolina, um, that I consider, um, my friends, my, um, uh, that I, I can pick up the phone, you know, and be like, fuck, this is going on or shit, this happened. Or, Hey, if I date someone that's 10 years younger than me, <laughs> that okay um but it's not about it's about connection I have connection with them which you know I certainly didn't have I mean I had it five years ago I I I did have that and that's the saving grace um that helped me through my difficult times but I didn't have it 10 years ago I definitely could say I did not have it 10 years ago um I existed I you can't really connect with people if you're still battling um you know, your inner demons and believing your, your inner child and default self that tells you that, you know, you're not worthy. Um, but now I, you know, um, and, and the beautiful thing about all these practices, including the ones with friendship is it's not even just my long-term friends, friends that I've had for many years. It's, it's because I, value my friendship so much and because I value that connection it's easier for me to make new friends I've met people just within the last um year who I you know um will probably consider lifelong friends because we connected and we connected because I can show up to that relationship as authentic as I've ever been am I the most authentic person probably not because you know I'm fallible and you know um as everyone is, but I really try to work hard at it. And, um, you know, it's easier for me to make friends. I, I wrote a post. I actually think it was one of my most popular posts about, um, friendships and, um, making French friends and how it's important to have friends. Um, and uh, some people wrote to me to, you know, to basically say how hard it is, they, how hard it is for them as grown women to make friends and how they, the friends that they have aren't really, it's not, um, a true authentic friendship. It's, you know, competitive nature or social or, you know, anyway, a lot of different things, but they didn't, they didn't have connection in their life. And this is my interpretation of what they were t- saying to me. Um, and it made me realize that I'm, I'm, and I'm so grateful for is it is easy for me to connect with people, um, and make friendships with people. Um, and I think part of that is because I, I, I try to listen. I try to connect. I make eye contact again, something in 10 years ago did not do. (laughs) I did not make eye contact, but I do. I, and I try to listen. I, I try not to, 
be in my head thinking about responses or thinking about what they're saying. I'm just trying to listen. And, um, and I'm, it's just, you know, it's, it's a great gift, um, that I, I've, I, I'm so grateful for, you know, cause I feel like in the different areas of my life, even in activities that my kids do, that it's not something that I, I would have thought, you know, um, oh, that whining is cute that we're almost up cause that's my dog in the background. Um, is I'm, I'm able to connect with people and enjoy, um, my time with them. So, um, so to reiterate, if you know anyone or find yourself ever being in a situation where, um, you want more, um, out of this life, um, this is what has worked for me. Um, move in your body, which for me is yoga, um, meditation practice, uh, gratitude, gratitude as a lifestyle, specifically gratitude journal. Um, and, and a side note on that, if you do it in the morning, it's a great way to start the day. Um, therapy, did I mention our sponsor? <laughs> therapy and, um, you know, connection with, with friends and family. Um, those are the things that have brought me to, um, being emotionally and physically and spiritually in the best place I've ever been. Um, and I don't think I've, you know, reached it. It's not like, I think it's ever evolving. I think I'm always going to want more and I, and I want to grow um, and learn and study and evolve. I, I, you know, I, I'm a big believer in that. So thank you uh, for tuning in to this solo podcast. And um, next, we have a, a I know I'm doing one with, uh, I'm doing a crossover podcast with Sean, the producer, uh, Wiley Cash, the author, uh, New York Times bestselling authors coming on. And um, I, I'm excited about some future guests. So thanks again for listening. Uh, check out the uh, blog, Shit You Can't Make Up, just the letter U. And um, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye. As they say, or as I'm saying right now, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to Marisol and make sure you listen to her every week by hitting the subscribe button and by all means, share the blog and the podcast with your friends and family. Want more Marisol? Check out her blog at shityoucantmakeup.com or find her on Instagram at Marisol Podcast. Or of course, just like all the people you went to high school with, Marisol's on Facebook as well. I'm Sean, the producer, and you can hear me on Dadson, D-A-D-S-O-N, all one word, podcast, where a son and a father talk about different things that's going on in life. You can find us on Instagram as well. Hey, folks, we'll see you next time.